Welcome back to episode, oh, excuse me. Welcome back to Talks with Slick, okay? <laughs> we are on episode 52, of course, with me, your host, Slick C. What it do, Ski? Okay, it's kind of chill in the building tonight, but that's cool. Everybody probably all about to watch the game, which yeah. is why we are gang ganging this bitch right now, because as soon as this shit is done, mm -hmm. we're cutting the fucking game on, mm -hmm. okay? Um, but today we're discussing running from your truth. Um, this was just a, a topic that popped up in my head and when I did my poll on Facebook about, about which topics I should do. Um, surprisingly, this was the one that was picked the most. Um, so I definitely want to thank y'all for allowing me to still do, or not still do, but I, I fuck with y'all for fucking with my deep episodes and not always wanting me to just talk about some bullshit. Um, I definitely feel like that mean y'all fuck with me. So thank y'all a lot for that. Uh, but like I said, today's episode is pretty much about running from your truth. Um, which I feel like a lot of people do no matter what your truth may be per se. Um, we're going to go over the ones that I think people run from the most. Um, but before we get into that, of course I'm going to have bro introduce himself since he in the building with me tonight. Y'all already know the vibes. Rella 1489. Mr. <laughs> throw the whole podcast away. Mr. <laughs> roll the blunt wherever. Okay, while he driving with his spider mm -hmm. leg. Definitely they do. Definitely when they driving <laughs> and roller. Nigga got the longest legs in the world. Sterling yeah, will just be going. <laughs> and his hands just to be rolling. Yeah. So he ain't lying. He really will roll up anyway. Yes. Um, mother in the building, of course. And of course you already know Bay is here. Um, so getting into today's topic. I asked a question on Facebook, what is your truth that you may be running from? And um, I, at first, I'm not even going to hold you. I thought that post was going to be quiet um, because a lot of people don't like being transparent or really putting their business out there. Of course, people will see it that you may not want to see it. They're going to hold it against you, whatever the case may be. So I thank y'all for actually participating in that post. Um, that post really did numbers. Um, and I took a couple examples from that post to discuss okay to discuss different types of or different forms of people's truth that they're running from so let's just jump right on into that um one of the examples that i actually like the most was this one um from one of the guys that says um that i'm more selfish than the giving individual i believe i am that is deep as fuck to me because I feel like a lot of times we do have in our mind who we are as people mm -hmm. and because it's ourselves we think that we know like mm -hmm. who can tell us about us more than us right. you know what I'm saying but at the same time the people that love and care about you they really are looking at you and because they're on the outside looking in and because they can look at things from a different perspective and a different angle they can point out shit that we can't you know what I'm saying so when you have friends who hold you accountable, they will let you know. Mm -hmm. 
you may think you're doing all of this, but you really be on some selfish shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I've had to swallow that myself before, you know, realizing that I was moving around like an opportunist. And that shit wasn't cool, even though I felt like I was this given individual. It was like, but what can you do for me? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely respect him for admitting his flaws and opening up about that. And prayerfully, he's doing something about that. Um, another example that they used was, um, from one of the ladies was, I don't know how to let go. Um, she says, I'm holding on to a lot of pain because I'm holding on to hopeless situations. A word. Okay. Um, that is her truth that she's running from. She knows that this is something that isn't good, but she's having a hard time dealing with it. And I respect that. A lot of things that we're running from isn't easy to face. Um, so, and, and me being an advocate of mental health, I truly believe that it is only when you're ready that you will actually make a difference. So, until you're really ready to do something about this, is you're going to continue to hold on to a lot of pain. And I really do pray that you get ready so that you really can release that. Um, holding on to pain not only causes mental strain, but it will affect you physically also. And your body will definitely start to break down. When I'm stressed out and holding on to shit that I should be letting go, I legitimately look like a crack baby out here. Like, I'm already small. So stressing, overly stressing, just causes me to lose ridiculous amounts of weight. So I see what what that stuff can do to you on the mental side and on the physical side. And we just can't let that type of shit happen. But like I said, it, it'll only change... When you're ready. So against this, I pray that you get ready. Um, one of the ladies says that she's running from the truth that she's pretty much a bitch. Um, she's fooled. Her attitude sucks. Um, she can be un- uncompromising and one thing's her way. But she did say that she's working on it. That's a lot of shit. I want to say that's a lot of women. Facts. That's just one that was honest enough to say it. That's one that was actually honest enough to say it. I do believe that that is a lot of women. And, and that's that not is, coming at women. Right. I want y'all to just, <laughs> before we go further, I want y'all to, this not a, a bashing women, but that really, I've definitely come across a lot of women where I can see where, that's where they need to reevaluate some mm-hmm. shit. Like, but they so busy looking at everything else like, oh, I'm cute. Oh, I make money. Oh, I'm independent. Oh, I, oh, I got make, a fat ass. I can make him do this. You I know what I'm saying? Like, they that. start looking at all of these other qualities outside of real flaws. Right. You know what I mean? And this is where the toxic shit comes in that guys be talking to us about. When they say women don't realize how toxic they can be. Mm-hmm. These are some of our toxic traits, ladies. And definitely, especially when a man tries to present it to you, one is hard enough to try to tell the woman about herself. Like, like, so don't tell me shit. Right. You <laughs> what I mean? So if a man has built up enough courage, or any person, we're not even gonna say a man. If anybody builds up enough courage to actually sit down in a a correct manner and tell you about yourself, Thanks. don't always take it as you don't know me. Like fuck, how can you tell me about me when you got this situation going on? Like. Stop looking at somebody else's situation as if they can't help you. Like Thanks. that that whole if if that nigga can't if that nigga ain't got no money, how can the fuck can he help me get a million? That nigga with no money can help you come with a blueprint. You feel me? Like you just gotta understand some people don't have all ill, Ill will to you, but definitely I need See, to bring you some shit. I just wanna rush it back real okay. quick. Let me pause for y'all. This why your motherfucking ass was supposed to be at the show when I was talking about 
uh, morals and values versus financial stability. I won't because say nothing. Your motherfucking ass was the the person I actually wanted to be here to speak on that, and not to put you out there. You, you know what I mean, or you know whatever the case may be. Facts. But like, he is one of the men that I know is a man's man. You feel me, like. When bro got you, you don't got to worry about shit. I'm sis. That's it. And if I call this nigga today or tomorrow, he's either coming, he's sending it. You know what I'm saying? Like, your holds it down. And he may not be the richest nigga in the world, but when he gets to that point, tuh. It's over. Tuh. It's like, nah, really but I just, just wanted to run that back look, real quick, because I was so mad you I, didn't make it to that episode. I, I appreciate that. You feel <laughs> me? Because I wanted you to speak on that shit because it's, so bad. It's, and, and we can jump to it for a quick second. It's like, all this jump, like, I was raised in a big-ass family that at the end of the day, we have morals. You feel me? Everybody's morals may not click exactly how you think they're supposed to click, but at the end of the day, we know what kind of people we are. I have grown to know what kind of man I am, what Mm -hmm. kind of person I can be, what kind of friend I am, what kind of lover I am, what kind of father I am. Like I've learned that enough, so now I'm growing and putting it all in one. And it's not to say I'm better than anybody, because I still... I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I damn sure I'm nowhere where I used to be. And I and I have always been me, but like everybody, it comes with bumps and bruises. It comes with trial and error, and once you get to a certain point, you just you become peaceful. You become to a, a ease with certain shit. And I'm sorry I wasn't here for that episode, but you know, like, it's not all can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get a hot tub? Fuck me. <laughs> Can I get a hot tub? <laughs> I love that commercial. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. What commercial? What commercial nut? All right, so going back to running from the truth. Um, the next example that I wanted to tell you guys comes from another woman. Um, and this is something that I can relate to. I felt this shit in my toes, and it definitely woke up some... It, it, it woke me up a little bit. So I want to definitely thank you for opening up and admitting this. And I hope you're on the live. I do not want to put you out there because this is really deep. Um, but thank you so much for shining some light on myself. Um, she says I have a problem with being alone. Um, she says that she deals, uh, she doesn't deal with her deep-rooted issues. She pushes them so deep down that she forgets shit happens. I will be walking down the street and will see somebody and legitimately not know where I know them from. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I know so many people. And it's not because, oh, whatever. I've done some wild shit and put myself in crazy-ass predicaments that I have completely pushed out of my mind. So when I see you, if I can't directly know where I know you from, more than likely I feel like you was connected to that and I'm going to pivot and get the fuck out of there. Um, it's like shit legitimately has not happened to me. And that was probably the scariest part when I started going to therapy. Her being able to pull details out of me that I completely had no I recognition of. Like, that shit, they be doing that. Yo, that shit was like, damn. Like, I would say it to her so naturally. And then I would stop and pause to myself like, damn, that did happen. Forgot all about that shit. Like, that is the ultimate way to run from your truth. Like, pushing shit so far down that you genuinely don't remember. Like, you're not playing dumb. Like, oh, Mm -mm. I don't recall. Mm -mm. Because I throw you with that too. Like, I don't know. 
<laughs> in a second. But when you genuinely don't remember shit that's happened to you, that is the ultimate way to run from it. And that not and that that problem with being alone, I still suffer with that a lot to this day. Um, because I finally got into a place where I do like me, where I do love myself, where I'm comfortable with who I am. But at the same time, I still feel like my mind overpowers a lot about me when I'm sitting by myself. Um, so I will put myself in circumstances where I'm around at least somebody so I can mm-hmm. geek with them so my mm-hmm. mind isn't taking over. Facts. And that's yeah. just because I didn't dug shit so deep yeah. that it's still affecting me somehow. But because I dug it so deep and I don't remember, I don't know how to deal with it. Um, so, damn, a little bit of transparency for that ass. Um, but again, thank you so much for opening up about that. Um, the next example comes from a guy. Um, he said he used to blame other people for his shortcomings to justify his bad choices and decisions that he made in the past. Facts. Definitely can understand that. Um, I can definitely say I wasn't an accountability type of person. Like I would account, I would take accountability to shit that still would be in my favor, right. not to the shit right. that wouldn't be in my favor. Right. See, it's a difference. Right. When you know, motherfuckers love that accountability shit. They only be taking half right. credit for this type of shit, but don't take the accountability for this shit that I'm, makes I'm, them look like a bad guy. A lot like of that. shit that I should, I will say, as an adult that I look back and I didn't take accountability for, I really be looking at it like, damn, my nigga, like you really was in the total wrong. That shit was your fault. No one else could could take fault for that shit. Only thing they could do was help you get out of that shit that you was in, but instead. Your accountability wasn't letting you be an agreeable type of person. Mm-hmm. When you feel like your back is against the wall and somebody telling you some shit that you you don't want to hear, but you know it's the right shit that needs to be said, you feel like yo fuck, like I ain't trying to hear this shit. But when you really evaluate that shit, you feel me? Like I'm a loner. Like I can relate with the loner shit. Yeah. So what? As a as a man, I sit in majority of the time. I'm by myself. If I'm not with my daughter mm-hmm. or kicking with the homies, I'm legit by myself. So I have a lot of time to sit back and think about shit and reevaluate a lot of shit that play in life. A lot of shit that I knew that I was winning in, oh yeah, okay, it was my bad, my fault, you're right, I'm, you know I should have did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. how can we fix this? Mm-hmm. But the shit that I knew that came with consequences, oh fuck that shit, I'm battling that shit, I'm debating that shit, I'm debating it too, you didn't debated it so long that you like, you know what, fuck it. And then after that, I win, <laughs> we don't talk how we should be talking, right. I gotta do my sweet shit, but it ain't really because it's not a fair it wasn't fair because at the end of the day, I was still wrong and I didn't see my wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between you. Feel me? Like you got to be able to take your accountability. <laughs> you feel me? Like yo, real shit, yo. Like you got to be able to take your account accountability, whether it's good or bad. You feel <laughs> me? And I feel like as a man, it's kind of harder for us to do yeah. because we're supposed no, we right, we yeah. fucking right. What we yeah. say is law. You feel me? Ain't nothing against that shit. But at the end of the day, when you have people in your corner or people that's in your surroundings that fuck with you, have you like that, you can't be that friend that, you know what, this nigga will never get it. We love him to death, but ain't no point in talking to this nigga. When big shit happens, just let him win. You don't want to be that kind of person. So I can definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But also, not even it being a gender-specific thing. I feel like a lot of people are like that women also. You know what I'm saying? Where, especially women. Facts. 
where, it, you know, we could have been the cause of the issue in our relationship. Mm-hmm. But because he got caught cheating, he's the bad guy. And it don't even and, and it don't even have to be like, caught cheating all the time. Oh, that was just you know that was right, just an example. example you like, know what I mean? Facts. For whatever reason that you decide to cut him off, you never once. Mm-hmm. And now you running around mm-hmm. like, oh, he did this and facts. he did that, but you don't never want to own the shit that you did. Well, maybe this that's why, why you're he... constantly in relationships over and over again, doing the same shit, fucking up the same way because you keep looking at everybody else for being a reason why mm-hmm. the shit ain't work. Well, whole time since it could have been you. it could have been you because at the end of the day. <laughs> People know what they sign up for. It's the reason you signed up. Mm-hmm. So when the reason you signed up became too much, why play the blame game? Oh, I know right. that's just a hard okay, thing to do. No, preach today. But I'm just saying, you feel me? Like it just be it just be wild out here sometimes. Like I guess growing up now that I'm seeing shit like my my last relationship showed me a lot of shit about myself that I knew. But I didn't fully fucking understand. Mm-hmm. Now to a point where I really fucking understand why I replay scenarios and be like, you know what? That was your win. Yep. You know what? That yep. one was mine. You kind of understood, but okay, I get why you did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you can't always expect somebody to understand you off back, even when you get into a, a relationship. Yay, y'all have an understanding of who y'all are and what y'all have, but that accountability shit is going to take you a long way if you truly always. understand that accountability. Always. I'm 100%. Okay. I am the reason my last relationship ended. And I'm not going to be in another one because I ain't ready to admit mine. Mm-hmm. And I will stay right here being great in all the aspects that I am, except for that one. Why the problem, huh? Because I don't I mean, have to be in a relationship. I mean, you don't, but do you want to be? No, I love it right here, right here. Yes, I love it right here, right here. <laughs> Y'all know level with the vibes and shit. All right, let's go on to the next example. Um, the truth that this young man is running from, which I truly respect him uh, for admitting this, because the person who posted it, I would not expect him to be this type of person. He seems so, um, I want to say, confident in who he is. But he says the truth that he runs from is that he always feels like he has to prove himself to others. Um, and that is, I want to say, a hell within itself. To Wait, say it again, say it again. That he feels like he has to prove himself to, to uh, other people. Um, I, I feel like that is, you're never, you're never comfortable. You're never you. You're never just laid back and relaxed. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you got to always constantly prove yourself to other people, you're going above and beyond. It means that you don't necessarily want to or doing things for people that may not necessarily deserve it. And the mental jail that that is, is no, baby. Like, no. Like, I get you feeling like, like to my friends, I want them to know that I'm a good friend. To my man, I want them to know, I want him to know that I'm a good, you know, woman. But at the same time, I'm not going to beat it in your head. If you can't see it, then you can't see it. And that just means you're not for me. Because the people for you can see you in the midst of all your fucking chaos. Facts. Facts. Fucking facts, yo. Fucking facts. You feel me? Fucking facts. 
Like, I truly feel it. I, you know I what I'm saying? I definitely can so, agree with that one. You feel me? Because I've definitely looked at a lot of shit, and the people that are for me have been for me. You feel me? Through all my bullshit, I still can call certain people, or certain people still reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Now, it may not be this uh, specific person that I wanted to be, or a certain group of people that I wanted to be, or certain... Just whatever it is that I thought I probably wanted in life mm-hmm. versus what I have. Yo, I take that shit all day because you feel me? Like, proving myself, yo, that shit has led me to be sick. That shit has led me to be on a mind frame that I never, ever want to be on again. Yes. It has led me to be lose jobs and great opportunities where I could have been in better situations that I thank God for the ones that I have now, even with the job that I have now. So much as I hate that shit, I love mm-hmm. that job. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it because as much reason as they told me to, as it's it shown me to quit, it's giving me way more reasons to stay. So it's just like, and every job gonna make you every feel job like gonna that. make you feel like that. But it's just like when you start when you get to that certain age where you know, all right, it's not a job no more; it's a career. Yeah. When yeah. a job basically forced a job and made it my career, like I tell everybody that shit. This job has they forced me to have this career. I was on. I wasn't supposed to be there as long as I am, but I'm there, and I rock for it. And all of the and shit that wasn't for that me, shit, even though you'll be fucking you, with it sometimes. Yo, and the, and the shit that wasn't for me, you feel me? You it got out the way and, and made all of this run for this shit. So mm-hmm. you just gotta take what it is, yo. All right, so let's go on to the next example. Um, the truth that this person is running from. Um, she says that she doesn't think anyone will ever be good enough. Nobody will be good enough. You have to find your own good enough for somebody. I feel like if you feel that way, you're either highly full of yourself or mm-hmm. you've been extremely hurt mm-hmm. on multiple occasions. And if you've been hurt on multiple occasions, you need to go see a therapist. Because that's how you're going to think for the rest of your life. And then if you have a little one, if you have a one that you bringing up, it will tie into that later on in life. And, it's, and I, I tell a lot of people, our issues will affect your kids. Mm-hmm. So it's best to clean it up now, mm-hmm. fix that shit now because if you're comfortable with this and that's how you rocking, it's, it's only it's, it's only going. I'm not saying you're that kind of person. I hope if you watch this shit, you're not taking it as that way. Right. But take it as you feel me. You're never going to find that perfect person. No one's perfect. No one. The 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 most perfect person has the biggest issue in life. And this like, is my thing. Who wants to be with someone that was that was who getting feels to? like there's they're settling for mm-hmm. them. If you feel like, if you genuinely feel like no one will ever be good enough, and then I turn around and see you happy online with a man, are you settling? Are you settling? That be my shit, yo. And who wants to feel like they're with someone who's settling for them? Facts, yo. So that is... trying to figure it out. Huh? Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. No, and that's what I really hope for all of these. And the midst of them trying to date might be them saying, well, let me see. Maybe this next one won't be as bad as... I mean, I... I won't say I agree with that person, but I understand it. Yeah. Because you could be to a point where you feel like nobody's going to be good enough for you or to the point that you're just not good enough for that next person. Mm. It could be a mixture of it mm. all, but yeah. all comes down to they may not be good enough for me because you're looking for this and this because of this, this, and this problem you had. Mm. Right. So right. you're looking to see if that person can help you with that issue. You could be mm. looking into so that it could be for the person. Rejected how you feel. And it can make it that way. And with them trying... May not mean that they're settling with that, mm-hmm. but they've taken that chance on it this time. Right. And if they fail again, they're gonna go right back into that same motion. But within that moment, you could be happy. Right. It may not be everything you want it to be. It may only be forty percent. But, but in that moment, you did. You're happy for the I moment. I get it. I get it. And that moment can end 
Right, like yeah, seven days. And, and that'd be the thing. If people, people still be living for the like big the in the moment. That moment shit, man. That moment shit is wicked. I'm about to say, but no, I, I definitely feel like with all of these things, not even just that example, I hope these are all things that we're working on. Because like Rel said, these things can be projected onto our children. And pretty much everybody on that post that commented, we all have kids. Mm-hmm. So we had to think about them when we're dealing with our own shit that we're running from also. Um, got a couple more um, examples. This one blew me away. He said he's running from his truth that he's really a fuckboy disguised as a nice guy. Shout out to that man. That's what I, that was the um, nice guy topic we had. Mm. They don't be. <laughs> like, yo, that's a real truth to be running from. And I I respect now the fact that he's a married man mm. makes it even deeper. Mm. And mm. like tags his wife and everything. Like she'll tell you. Like clearly what y'all think of me, I'm not. And she know what's up. Shout out to both of y'all. Right, that works for them. Okay. Let's say shout out to the okay. fact that my man, shout out to you, OG, you feel me? I don't even know if you older than me, younger than me, but that's an OG. I think y'all the same age. Okay, well, shout out to you, OG, because you feel me? Like, that's a lot of honesty. That's a lot of pride to the side. Nigga. And that's a lot of communicating with your wife for you to be able to tag her and say along, ask her, she'll tell you. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the understanding. Shout out to the yes, love that yeah. y'all, the foundation. Whatever y'all are standing on for that honest to be, that honesty to be in the air and still together. Shout out to y'all. Listen, because you feel me, shit. like I can definitely understand that shit. My colleagues' days, growing up into, to, I tell you right, mm-hmm. to now you got here. Mm-hmm. I definitely was a fuckboy nice guy. Okay, I definitely was. Yes, I always, definitely was. <laughs> I definitely was a fuckboy nice guy. De- what? <laughs> Church on Sunday, church, what nigga? That's your boy, choir. You feel yes, me? Pull up the church at her car. We'll go pick up her after church and drop her off to go pick up another her. Listen, wild type shit, but you feel well, me? that's church boy. But that's fuckboy behavior too because I'm that's out on campus. Boys. I'm taking yeah, your cup. Well, yeah. have you want to take it? I just was. I does my dirt and then I gonna smile and do my thing. But I'm just saying, you feel me? But. That's a lot of, you feel me, shout out to y'all, and however y'all make that work for y'all, y'all making that work for y'all. All All right, so this last example, I think this is the one that we will all admit to relating to the most, Um, because this is the most, I'll say positive of the examples. Um, This one says, he says, that the truth he's running from is, truthfully, I know I'm meant to achieve great things. But fear of failure and lacking the confidence at times holds me back. So I've been stuck in a bit of a mediocre stage of life, mm-hmm. running from taking chances to chase greatness. Facts. That is so many of us. Because we have been rejected before, because we have fallen on our faces before, that one thing that you know you really love, if you happen to fail at that, that's like a, a, another heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? It's it's different from, you know, getting a job and getting fired. You didn't really care about that shit. That's mm-hmm. not really an L that you feel like you took. But to 
actually chase your passion or to chase your dreams and then fail from that, that is probably a lot harder to bounce back from. And I think that's why a lot of us do not go to our full potential because we are scared of that failure and not knowing what may come from it. A lot of people are afraid of success, mm-hmm. actually becoming happy and financially free, and they don't know what the fuck to do with it. I'm one of them people. I'm terrified of success. Want it bad as hell. It's don't get me shit. wrong. But Lord, am I going to know what to do with it? Am I going to fumble the ball? Like, all of these things come to mind because I'm so organized and unorganized at the same time. It's like, oh, okay, so let me stay right here because I can control this. This is a safe area, so I'm going to stay right here. You know what I mean? I would probably run to my village if I was to get an email from some well-respected podcast that wants to sit down and talk business with me. I would shit myself. There have been so many situations that I've actually was uh, was at a place where I could be so much higher than I am now, and my anxiety will kick in the day of, and I won't even show up. Like, that is something I can relate to. So, I mean, even with the podcast, starting the podcast... I should have been started this shit. If I would have started when my village first started telling me to do this shit, I would be way, way more episodes in. But I was so afraid to do that shit. And they really had to push me like, yo, (laughs) they probably wanted to smack me for real. Like, bitch, snap out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but a lot of us, That is the truth that we're running from. And we got to do something about that. Don't you want to be in a better position? Like, that's how I feel. Like, the as afraid as you are, don't you want to be better? There have been things you've been afraid of before that you turned around and went after. So why would you be so afraid of making your life and your situation and your circumstances better that you won't even try? I was going to say you're uncomfortable. I'll just leave it this way. Go ahead. You can... I could be at a better position in regards to employment, but um, my bills are paid. Mm -hmm. I love where I stay. Mm -hmm. And I'm good. I love where you stay too, girl. Could I make it a bigger <laughs> effort to put more energy into something to, one, finish my degree so I can get a better job? But I'm comfortable. And I'm okay. So, at this point in time, pushing myself would make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't want to get out of that. I'm comfortable and I'm happy. I'm going to be uncomfortable because... Other people feel I should be in a better position right now because I'm okay where I'm at. But looking in, I should be better. And other people may say you should be, but I'm okay. She okay. We good. It's like, but I'm comfortable. I know it. I, I, I'm stopping it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so get on with me. Right here. Right there. So I'm right here. I'm right there. 
So, I mean, with, with all of the things, all of the examples that we use today, I pretty much feel like we all fall into these three categories of the truth that we're running from. And this is what I was explaining in the beginning of the episode. Um, I feel like one of the ways you can run from your truth is running from your passion and calling. A lot of us do that. I have a friend who should probably be a youth minister, but she's running from that. Awesome with kids. Very connected. I mean, you can feel it around her. You know what I'm saying? If you see her doing these things. So it's like, why aren't you? But she's running from that. That's just her truth. Um, I feel like another way you can run from your truth is running from things you've done and being accountable for it. Those are for the people who, like myself, push memories deep down. These are things that we've done that we don't really want to hold on to. You know what I'm saying? Um, the guy who explained that he's a lot more selfish than he is giving. He's being accountable. These are things that people run from. Um, and the last thing that I feel like we run from as far as our truth is running from past trauma and never healing. Facts. A lot of us run from that. And that is why we get into these moments of depression and get into these states where we shut down because we're not really healing. We're figuring out ways to survive. We're survivors. A lot of us are survivors, actually. You know what I'm saying? We're not really out here living. We're surviving. And the only way I feel like you can truly live and is to really heal. And finding a way to do that. I feel like I always come around at the end of a lot of my episodes with that message to heal. Because so much greatness comes from healing. And the potential that so many people see in us comes from healing. We eventually get to our full potential once we heal. So I feel like that's why a lot of times I end up always bringing it back around to that but again like i said in the beginning of the episode these things only happen when we are ready we have to be ready for these changes if you're comfortable in your situation and you don't feel like you want to make a difference that's absolutely fine with you but when you're ready make that step don't sit around and contemplate it because when you got to get up and go get something else. You get up and go get it. So get up and go get that shit too. But when you're ready, you feel me? No rush. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> don't rush me. Don't rush me. I don't like being pushed. You feel me? Don't like, me. you okay? I give you all kinds of attitude if I feel <laughs> like you're doing too much. Like, all right, nigga, I heard you then. <laughs> Fuck you mean? But yeah, when you're ready. <laughs> when you're ready. You feel me? But at the end of the day, yeah, some of us, we are ready. And we know it. And I hope this episode is the encouragement that you need to, or the the sign that you needed to see or hear to get up and go and do that shit. Whatever it is that it may be. You're... Yeah. You are... <laughs> You want to throw anything else in there, bro, before we jump onto these quickies? No, we can get 
you the quickie show. Alright, then. Um, let's jump right on into this shit, then. So, as always, y'all know, I uh, start with the birthdays. There's only two birthdays this past week that happened that I, you know, care about. Care about. Care about. Because <laughs> niggas don't be hella more birthdays, but I just shout out the ones I be caring about. Um, Future Time 36. Heavy related to him. Go, and bro. Tiger Turn 30. Heavy related to his pressing curve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you got the blowout with the... <laughs> you got the main hang time, and though. And then you got your Okay, you like, definitely said, bitches, niggas. this is what y'all have. All the hands back. That's what y'all want y'all shit to look like. Not the style. Because that shit definitely on our shirt. But that shit wild. Like, but, a nigga straight slam got a whole hairline and then, like, your hair just grew. Just same thing Black Chunk did. So all you gotta do is get your, your she hair She got the same fixed. thing. Okay. You see, her whole hairline tweaked out. Look how DC fit her. Oh, you'll get, you'll see. She said her shit was cocked. And then her hair, when she showed her real <laughs> hair. Oh, <no. laughs> shit was cocked on the angle. <laughs> Little hair mercy. Um, Alright, so I want to start this, um, start these off with prayers for French Montana. Um, he's been in ICU for cardiac issues and, and nausea. Um, I don't know. His birthday, he definitely is a coke boy. Um, but his birthday, you know, was a couple of weeks ago. So he ain't recovered from his birthday. He might, you know, be having a, you know, these birthdays hit us a little different as we get older, y'all. So we got to watch our drugs of choice. <laughs> okay. Today, just that green. Um, Ti. Went on uh, the red talk table <laughs> with Jada. And Stop talking, Tip. <laughs> and didn't help. He didn't. Okay, no. so didn't listen. Help? This is what I'm gonna say. I only saw clips. Um, the clip that I saw says that he was joking and exaggerating, and people took it extremely literal. Um, he said that he didn't understand the sensitivity of it at the time, but he does now, and that he wanted to clear up that he's never been in the exam room with with his daughter. Now, like I said, I've only seen clips, so I don't know how he continues to embarrass himself. What because happened? you know when he gets to talking and using the big words, and you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't really see the sincerity and the, the sensitivity and the did you give the and he just be talking like tip like the whole thing like he I get lied it. two to three times like you you got caught up in a, a conversation and you should have said psych. I'm joking at the end of it, if that was the case. Right, But right. you feel me? Like, you, you, yeah, like, your daughter felt some kind of way, my nigga, like, yo. When she and go to school, so your phone be in there. He said it was, he said he was joking, it was taken literally. Right. But, but, he said it's a yearly thing they do, as a joke. That's what he said on the original podcast. Mm-hmm. Then at Red Table Talk, he said it was only once right. that he went to the appointment right. that was already scheduled when she was 16. Right. So is it a joke, right. or, or did you do it, it when happened. she was sixteen? Right, right. So that's already a lie. Mm. And then when they tried to bring up the part about, well, how you feel about, you know, you said this, and how you feel so much about her being caught up with the wrong person, and this virginity thing is such such a sacred thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it's only sacred for pussies and not dicks, because that's not what you told your son. So who your son fucking? Mm. Another sixteen year old little girl that her father's trying to preserve her. Right. Right. But you telling your son the total right. opposite. Right. So he just made it look, and Tiny just was trying to cut in, and that's what I'm saying. He's and, ah! 
And then the mother posted, like you was about to say, the mother posted. Right. Oh, wow, the narcissism. Because it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. she like, nigga, no. Like, I don't know, Tip. That's what I'm talking to. Like, yeah, podcast. He was quiet because, out of respect for his daughter, he did say that she asked him to shut up about it and not to comment. Mm -hmm. And then, out of respect, that's why he went to Red Table, nobody else. I got that part. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wish, instead of, um, because they're going to do a part two and start talking about their marriage, I kind of wish Tiny wasn't there and Deja was. Yes, right. because I would like I to also know wish how Willow her, was there. her feeling. I think they purposely didn't let Willow come. Mm. They kind of mentioned that, but I'm I would because I would I would like to know how Willow. They, they kind of did. They first She gave took the blues that red Willow tape. Definitely don't be biting her. She don't bite her tongue. She she definitely spoke, she just spoke for days. And respectfully, very like, also, but somebody being close to age. Yeah, like because like even having a daughter, I wouldn't even do that. Like. That's something your mother do. If you if, yes, I will go to the doctors with you, but I'm not gonna go in there with you. And for damn sure, I'm not gonna go tell the world that's if anything. That's what I do. Right, right. Like the fuck, like yeah. Come on now, about the thing that everything ain't everything ain't for everybody, yo. Like you got this little girl now. She gotta go to school. Oh, now your father sitting there. He be watching. Like it could turn into some whole other shit now. Right. Like, you know, imagine her DMs now. <laughs> right. She's a virgin. Right. So let me pop your chair. So you just like you oh. saying that? Oh, so your child really still yeah. still is there, like, huh? Like, yeah. like, damn. We like, seen screenshots of some of the people with their fake scent. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that that should not wild, help yeah. her at all, sir. That, and yeah. you should have thought about that before that comment was made right. about your baby girl, as you said. Your baby girl. That's why it's like they your real daughter. so hard to be funny that not they the step don't be realizing. Not the stepdaughter. That's right. your real daughter. Right. Well, let's keep it moving. Um, Jerk. Charlemagne the gay. Yo! <laughs> this nigga here. He's gonna do my comments. Yo! Let's give us a whack. Let's give us a whack. I love that. This nigga interviews Serge Ibaka. And if you don't know who he oh is, he's a player for the Raptors. Um, and asked him about his meat in his gray sweatpants and asked him, was that all you? My man said, so the meat. No, no, bring it back now. up. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to this, uh, to this sweatpants. I this actually sweatpants picture, went right? to the whole clip instead of just the internet's <laughs> mm-hmm. edited version oh, because I you. had to figure out How where this, this is. Was, okay. Okay. <laughs> now, he started this off because apparently Sergi Baca is like a lot of women's man crush Mondays. He was seen out um, in these gray sweatpants. Apparently, he does like some little cooking show or whatever. <laughs> And yo meat be sitting out. Cool. <laughs> so one of the producers of Charlemagne's show, I believe, no. was speaking on it. And I think somebody also said, like, one of his homegirls or sisters, somebody else close to him, was speaking about this situation. And that's why he brought it up. But in the clip, he had already told him, like, yeah, like, you these women's man crush Mondays, you know what I'm saying? Like, Shorty was asking, like, oh, my gosh, you interviewing Serge Ibaka? Like, da-da-da-da-da, because he had the gray sweatpants on, da-da-da-da-da. So he already let him know that this stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. So to come back and say, yeah. to keep it on your meat. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Pause! You had on them gray sweatpants, was that Pause. all you? Shala? That was unnecessary. And Leonard, I Leonard, like I get it, Leonard. The women, you say what the this is what the women want to know. The women want to know questions 
by his aunt back in the day. I'm starting to think it was his aunt. Somebody definitely said this nigga Charlemagne. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't think like, it was the auntie he was out here. Yeah, he was. He like, says he's been touched by his auntie. What's happening, but Charlemagne? You're really becoming more and more real suspect. Like, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, don't fuck with that shit. Is that really what's going on? Like, you, you bringing the, the meetings in California to life now? And again, if you if that's who you are, that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? If you're a bisexual man, your woman knows that you're bisexual, she's all with that shit, then more power to y'all. But you out here just you be like talking about all the rest of your life. So I feel like if you were that, we would know that. So like these comments that you're making Mm -hmm. is wild sus and we don't get it. Okay. Um, so moving on. Ray J and Princess. They will forever be the drama of our lives. Um, as the world turns, the yeah. young and the reckless. That's fuck. Um, I don't get it. Like at all. these motherfuckers, they really do need to like either grow up and get that shit together, or, or leave like each other be fucking, or up. leave each other the fuck <laughs> alone. You feel me? Like because literally arguing with each other back and forth on Damn. IG, telling each other's business. Like, you Ray J is still trying to save face, I'll say, and not really, like, dig Boy, in hey. on her. But, like, Princess, come on, yo. You got to stop dragging this nigga name through the mud just to take him back. Just to get pregnant again. Just to marry him. Like, bitch, why are you putting all of us in the middle of this shit? He left me in Vegas to be in the room two, do- two doors down to be with Who needs to know that? Who cares? If you're going to take him back. And it's like, I get it. She's pregnant. She's emotional. You know what I'm saying? She's hormonal. All of those things. But this is the shit she was doing before she got pregnant. Right. This is all the so same it's she like, I can't even really blame it on that. It's just like. Every time Ray J got something big about to come out. Or he about to do something that's different. Like she get real insecure, real insecure shit. And it ain't even like. And, it, and again, it's not coming at women. But it's a pattern. 
every time Ray J gets about to be in a good position to do some some shit, she always come along and want to get real wild and want to fuck the shit up. Like Ray J right now is on a good little run with these uh this technology electronic shit. Well, I'm about to say, I looked into it since that episode we mm-hmm. were talking about it, and this nigga is yeah. definitely a businessman. And, and, and the <laughs> wild shit about it is that the Ray J that we used to know and the Ray J now is really showing y'all who, No, that's who's not Brady's little brother. That's so I know Brady. it was upstairs, but um, we, we discussed the video he made. This is a video? When he was um walking through the hotel room. With his mother and them. Uh-huh. Uh, we oh, were saying no. We were discussing all of it. I, I just missed it. Oh no, we ain't seen about the video yet. Did you see something in the video that you thought was? I'm just saying they both do the same thing. I feel like he's a little bit more. He's, um, the PR is telling him to clean it up best way he can without being reckless. I'm about right? to say I feel like she more so drags him where he more so tries to save left, face. That's what I said about that. Left the hotel that. room and went with escort, and and, and, and people caught him. Right, he was Vegas with his child and wife and other. No, I'm not disputing that. I'm <laughs> not disputing that. He's doing this. I'm just her. saying she that. She can't believe her. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's right for doing any of those things. What I'm saying is that if she's gonna keep fucking with him, Thanks. that she needs to stop telling us what's happening. I want to know because we didn't know. I want to know. <laughs> us over she here. She tried to tell know. her story before the people that caught him sell it to the blog. But if you're going to tell the story, I understand that. Oh, don't done? drag his oh, name through the mud and say I'm getting a divorce if at the end of it you're going to end up staying with him anyway. Like, let's not reach here. Like, for sure, you ain't even been long enough for you to really get the money that he making. Why not? Because, because I feel like this is, would make, this is also, y'all have to remember, what pisses us off and things like that makes them money. We've been talking about him on the blog. We've been talking about him on the blogs for a week straight. True. Literally True. a week straight. True. So, and yeah, is, this is their job, yo. Should be annoying with these guys. We on the team. The blogs have to make money. <laughs> we gonna keep looking. We are gonna keep searching. <laughs> I'm gonna find that other video. Love and hip hop. Another Hollywood season. Whatever. You feel me? Like another part of that. All right, so we're going to keep it moving. Um, the AMAs is this past weekend. Um, didn't really catch all of it. Y'all know I'm not a big um, on the world shows at all. Can't even hold it. But I am going to report about it. It is what it is. Um, I did catch the red carpet, though. Everybody looked really nice, except Lil Nas X. Like, I don't know. What the fuck he Yo, doing? they making yo gay, yo. <laughs> they really are making this man Yo, gay, yo. like, look crazy. Really look my favorite color is green, but I don't like the way he did that at all. Um, but congrats to all the winners, including Post Malone, who won for favorite album rap and hip hop over Meek and Travis. Boo. Okay. Ooh, that's white America for the that. The American music. The American music okay. award. Y'all keep showing how. up to that shit. <laughs> Cause how? You and, feel and me? Y'all keep showing up. <laughs> um. I want to uh, speak a little bit on the situation with Jocelyn Savage. Um, this is one of the girlfriends of R. Kelly. Um, apparently, she's opening up about, I guess, her truth in the matter. You know, at first, she was just kind of, you know, like, you know, holding it down. But I guess she's over that shit. Now, some people are wondering if the shit is true. And now, some people are wondering if it's even her. Um, her sister spoke out. 
about the situation, saying that if you're going to, I guess, tell your truth, that you would probably reach out to your family and she hasn't heard anything from her. But a lot of people think that maybe this is her. They are, I guess, signing up to be members of her, uh, what's it called, Patreon. Um, and they're paying money to hear this story. So, who knows what's going on? Apparently, um, the other little girl, what's her name? I forgot. But the other little girl, she made an IG too. Man. So, it seemed like his girlfriends are starting to come out and speak up. So, we know. That's why I tried to. They're not sure that that first girl's is real. Right. That's you missed that. You was I'm upstairs. That's I'm why I, I tried to do it while you was upstairs so I'm you waiting. wouldn't be biased. Oh, I don't know. Watch the playback. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people are saying that they either don't believe it's true or they don't think it's her. They think it may be somebody that just is trying to make money off of the story, I guess. Which we know niggas will do. Okay. Um. So let's keep it moving. Um. Congrats to Chris Brown and his little girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> okay, little girlfriend or whatever, on the birth of their son. Um, Meg The Stallion and Trey Songs. Now I caught a clip of Moneybag on the way over here of him saying he was recently interviewed and he was saying that everything was good with them or whatever. I don't know if he just trying to be respectful, like, yeah, we good, even though we're not together no more. She asked him, was they together? Is everything all right with them? And he was like, yeah, we good. We good. That's good. Um, but the way Meg was all up on Trey, I don't know all about that. Because she like, yeah, this is just my homeboy, but y'all know I got homeboys. And I'm definitely not like... We're not crossing the take shot. We're not... I'm not, like, twerking in front of him and, like, going down, face down, you know, face to crotch area. Um, and these are all, like, little things for, like, his birthday. And she's, like, at all of them. Like, there's mm-hmm. a video of right him at she dinner is, right yeah, next to the, him. You know what I'm saying? Who that The big boss. Who get that seat? Like, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like... I'm going to be at all my best friend shit, but his girl going to be next to him. You feel me? Like, and I'm not even going to be on the other side of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm going to be there. Like, but I'm not, I don't know. Money bag has a bitch. Trey is kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, Nipsey receives three Grammy nominations. Um, and I think that that's really dope um, that they're keeping his, you know, spirit alive, honestly. Um, you know what I'm saying? The marathon definitely continues. Uh, 50 Cent is back on the gram. He asked niggas if they missed him. No, we didn't, but yes, we did. But he was still on Twitter, so I was catching it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got to follow him on Twitter. I only follow him on Twitter. It was, it's better on Instagram. I, I, I know it is. That's why it's like, ah, I'm glad he's back. Like, ah, <laughs> what are you about to do, nigga? <laughs> so we shall see. Um, y'all want to talk about this male birth control that y'all low key pressed about? Even <laughs> Who is y'all? y'all don't... Everybody want that shit. Everybody about to have my dick fucking. I'm about to say, and that's how you know niggas don't read. 
Yeah. I mean, I feel me because niggas is all like, yeah, we fucking <coughs> birth control, blah, 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 blah. But how many of y'all know it's a shot to your bum? Like, <laughs> y'all geeked up. Until y'all have a fucking reaction to y'all shit, and then they say, oh, well, we got to cut it off now. Because that's really at the end of the day. What the fuck they trying to do, you dumbasses? <sighs> trying to give you. Y'all niggas be dumb. Y'all don't be paying attention that to shit. That shit said 13 years. You can get your shit clipped and never have kids again. Y'all trying to turn up, have a meet. Y'all, y'all want to be like women so bad. Ooh, y'all say bitches can't have nothing. Y'all can't have nothing for y'all. Uh, <laughs> when they say you feel me, like men want to be like women or Wendy's, y'all really, that's not for us, fellas. That's not for us. Listen. They have something for that. It's called go ahead and get that shit clipped. Like niggas are retarded. Now y'all niggas okay. niggas gonna fall off and y'all gonna be mad because y'all let some Three girl times. go talk y'all into that shit. Okay. Alright, to wrap these cookies up, and you should have stayed quiet while you were already behind. <laughs> Juicy Smoulier is deciding to sue this, <laughs> the city of Chicago <laughs> for malicious prosecution. And it's just like, I'm yo, sure. let it like, I don't mean no harm, but like, how gay is that? Gay niggas keep a lot of girls for five. This is wild, bro. Like, like why yo, is it still. You should have just quit while you were already behind, my nigga. Like, let it go. Stupid nigga. <laughs> let it go. Mother, did you enjoy Frozen 2? I sold. Did. I can't. I wait. can't believe y'all. I can't wait to go and get without cat. Yo, why do y'all like that movie so much? This movie had hidden messages in it. They definitely made this come out by Thanksgiving. Definitely spoke about how this white side was taken away from this other side, taking his land. I was interested. Kristoff <laughs> was, like, wow. was over there giving words wow. of wisdom. I don't Listen, know who any of these people are. Girl, we gonna watch Frozen. No, we gonna watch the game. Oh, we definitely watching the game. That's Sending the links to Frozen tomorrow. No. It's on Disney Plus. Send them out. We can watch it. I'll set up a date. You need to see this. Alright, to keep it moving. I'm not gonna lie. At the fuck yeah, Okay, I'm not doing this. Ask me about it. Shut um, this week's black and bold. <laughs> this week's black and bold goes to Michael Banks. Um, that is family at this point. Um, Mike is a young man here in Baltimore, um, who I really think underestimates how he's helping people right now. Um, among his many other platforms that he has going on right now, he has one called Open Mic, and the stories are real. Um, he gives people uh, a sense of comfort to be able to actually express some of their deep secrets or some of their scars that they've been covering up um, all this time, and, and gives them the courage to really get it out there and release it. Um, and it's touching so many people who are catching these videos. I really don't think he understands the help and the impact he is giving others in our community. Um, 
so far, following your calling and being so selfless, Mike, you are this week's Black and Bold. Um, congratulations and continue to do great things. To keep up with all he's doing, you can follow him on Facebook and Instagram at Mike Banks for real. Um, that's Mike Banks, the number four for real. Um, and yeah, that's that. So, guys, to wrap this show up at the end of the day, like I was saying earlier, what month was it? The one that you Next week, I believe will come out at the most craziest time of your life. I agree. Thought you all had it figured it out. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You was comfortable for so long, and then boom. You know what I'm saying? So. Money bag, come get your. <laughs> That's a money bag. Hide this bitch. Hide your bitch, money bag. All right, babe, we're going to wrap this show up. Uh, Rel, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Rello 149 Y'all can follow me on Facebook at one of them comments that I'm going to leave in there. Y'all know what it is. Mommy, you want to tell the people where they can find you at? I'm on Instagram. Same old shame. Same old shame. <laughs> same old shit. Comfortable. <laughs> and succeeding. <laughs> hmm. I wish I could see you can't, here. You can't be successful with, with her neck roll and all her other shit. Okay. Um, you can follow Bay at Mold the Brain. Buy some shit. You know what I'm saying? You got everything you need. And um, if this is your first time tuning in with me, you can follow me on all social media at Slixy. And please put some respect on my thing. It's a CIE. Not just the letter. Okay. Uh, catch me right here next week for episode 53 on Shan's Couch. Okay. I believe we're going to talk about people bonding through trauma. Going to get deep on y'all one more time. One more time. It's a lot of y'all out here. That only fuck with each other because y'all went through the same hell. And we're gonna talk about how that's not good for you. So, yes, catch us next week. Same time, same place. Until then, love yourself. Stop running from your truth. Peace out. <laughs>